This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the foggy voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. And it's time now to ring the dinner bell for today's midday service of The Food Show. Two hours devoted entirely to all things edible, drinkable, cookable, or servable, or any of the above, or all of them. Uh, And what a subject. New Orleans, America's best eating city. Did you hear that, Chef? Amen. It is, yeah, I'll say. Uh, We are uh, blessed to have with us today uh, the new Antoine's uh, chef, the the man who is going to take over uh, in another era or another chapter of another era, or the same old era, but a new chapter of it, or, or something like that. I, you know, I'll figure it out as we get closer into it. Uh, I, I, love, I love your name. Is that your real name? Rich okay. Lee. Rich Lee, yeah. I said, well, you know, wh- wh- where's the chef? Rich Lee. <laughs> well, wait, I didn't ask what it tastes like. You know, who is he? You know, so who are you? Where did you come originally. from? I... Where have we met before? I'm trying to remember. Have we ever met before? I'm not sure that we have. Let's assume we didn't, because I probably forgot about it anyway, not because I don't think there's something uh, worth remembering about you, but because I can't remember anything. <laughs> you know how they, they tell you that all the time, that that's going to happen? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make it easier. <laughs> that's for but, sure. But anyway, uh, it's great to have you on. You have taken over the kitchen more or less uh, after... Um, Regua, uh, 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 okay. Why am I drawing? See, see, something else I forgot. Uh, he, uh, he, he, what was his first name? Chef Mike Regua. Mike Regua. Mike. That's why I couldn't. You know, it's too too easy. Uh, nice guy, great guy. Been there for what a million years, I think. Is was the count on that? Forty-seven. Forty-seven. Yeah, amazing that's legacy. The I, I think Mike Michael over at Brennan's. Uh, but the old Brennans, I think he might have had him beat by like one year or something, but it wasn't by much. It's right? funny how rest, how chefs can hang on. It's also interesting how can they how they can disappear all of a sudden too. We get a little of that. Yeah, I, I'm a, a big fan of Antoine's. In fact, the the most often asked question I get, the second most often asked is, how do you get a job like that anyway? And that, that's, you know, I don't know what else to say. But uh, my, my really, the question I am asked the most is, what's the best restaurant in town? And I always say, well, there's, there's two things. My favorite restaurant, and then there's the restaurant I really think is the best one in town, which I will tell you, is in, in my opinion, it's Commander's Palace, when it just comes to, to all the pieces coming together. But my favorite restaurant is Antoine's. And always has been, and I can't imagine it won't always in the future. And uh, it's it's so much true that tomorrow's my birthday, and I'm going to be there because I go to Antoine's on my birthday every year. That's great. I bet a lot of people have habits like that. They sure Let's do. Let's hope so, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but when you talk about uh, making changes or bringing up to date or whatever you're going to call it, uh, doing that to the kitchen at Antoine's, you're talking about big business here. It's almost, let's see, it, uh, the comparison I was about to use is from Constantinople to Istanbul, but I don't think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not quite, that doesn't quite capture it. Uh, but uh, this must have been, uh, you know, a, an incredible challenge for you. Where where'd you come from? Where were you before? Uh, most recently, <clears throat> I was with um, a facility services, catering, housekeeping, mm-hmm. a very large company called Sodexo. Oh, I, I know who they are. And um, yeah. uh, worked in their uh, culinary research, um, creating menus, designing uh, or creating recipes and designing menus for the different segments of uh, Sodexo. Mm-hmm. Hospitals, um, universities, sports and leisure, business and industry. I, and it, it is uh, a nationwide organization, too, and all over the place. Global. It's yeah. a global. Global. Okay. Yeah, well, you got me beat on that. That's, that's, that's about it. They're in um, 81 different countries and about 400,000 employees. So it's, right now I think well, it's ranked up at the 21st largest country uh, company in the, in the world. This is quite a jump from what you were doing with them and to what you're going to have to do with Antoine's. It sure uh, is. How did how did you uh, get to even know that that was an opening somewhere, or did they recruit you? How did it go? Um, I was I took a leap of faith back in July. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually was looking to uh, start a little restaurant of my own. I'd been in the in the business for about thirty years and worked at in um, the back of the house cooking, and also did a, about a twelve year mm-hmm. stint. Um, in the front of the house, in front of the house management, trying to become well-rounded in uh, uh, all of the um, industry. And so I um, thought it was time to yeah. start my own restaurant and mm-hmm. looked at a few different places. Nothing uh, nothing definite happened. And um, I actually talked to my mother, who, lived down in, uh, who lives now down in Vero mm. Beach. And <clears throat> she... Um, knows Miss Yvonne. Oh, no kidding. Well, there you go. I mean, what you just said makes the whole proposition make perfect sense. (laughs) Because I know her very well. I've known her for years. She's a lovely lady. She's third gen... No, wait a minute. No, fourth generation uh, proprietor of Antoine's. The original was Antoine himself, Antoine, and uh, followed by uh, his son, Jules, and then it was Roy, and then there was an assortment of they, they call themselves proprietors, but that was just you know kind of a, for atmosphere uh, more than anything. And uh, but all members of the family, and um, Rick, who is uh, back there now, he is kind of like the he always says, "No, I'm not the proprietor. I'm the CEO." So <laughs> there we go. So it's been, and he's I think done a fantastic job with the restaurant. And uh, it, it's, uh, in a lot of ways, if you haven't been to Antoine's in quite a long time, like maybe 20, 30 years ago, uh, you would see a lot of changes. But you would also see a lot of things that are exactly the same as they were. I mean, it was in some cases, 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's still the same 
pretty much exactly. So how do you deal with something like that? That's got to be a challenge. Well, and I, I think that's also one of the reasons why I was hired is um, mm-hmm. uh, I'll be expected to um, protect those those uh, you know hundred year old recipes and oh uh, thank not, God not I mean you know this was the these were the words I was hoping to hear absolutely you're just going to add on add on here and there um, mm-hmm. try to shore things up um, sure take you know uh, right now I'm working. Yeah. Um, Hand in hand with with Chef Mike, yeah. he's uh, he's being very gracious and oh, he's a great guy. He, he sure Real, is. Really, lo- I always love talking to him because we, you can you know elbow each other a little bit, yuck, yuck, yuck. You know, it's just, <laughs> but but you know I love seeing that uh, when when the kitchen kind of gets together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, that's interesting. I mean, wh- uh, where do we where do we begin on this? I mean, what what is your first you know, uh, on on the day when you take over for real, I guess you're already there. Uh, but uh, what what are you going to do? Or do you have any ideas yet? Or, or do you have a direction? Uh, what? Because I'm not just telling that to prod you for you know another five minutes worth of staying here. I can imagine you know you're not in any big hurry. To, what what am I talking about? Anyway, the um, I mean here you are undertaking this, and, and it's got to be. Uh, a challenge in, in just in terms of balance, to, you know, because there are people there who just insist on their favorite dishes. And, and if you don't do it, I'd say you've lost the Antoines <clears throat> that we all love. By doing that, if that's all you did, I mean, uh, then, you, then you would say, well, boy, when do you guys ever come out of this coma that you've been in? Uh, so uh, so I, I know I'm being, you know, kind of overstating on this, but the... Uh, um, do you have any examples of some of some dishes, new dishes that you're coming along with, or maybe old ones that you've reworked a little bit? Well, right now we're just taking a look at, at um, uh, how the systems are functioning, and uh, ah. uh, it's a very very busy time of the year. We just went through the Christmas season. Now in the carnival P- pretty season, pretty good this year, didn't you? Yeah, didn't you think? Did, did great. Everybody, uh, you know, everybody uh, all, all gets bent out of shape when it gets into the holiday season because you never know what's going to happen. But you guys do so much private party stuff at that time of year. I imagine we sure do. Yeah, we sure do. Straight on through Mardi Gras. So, yeah. um, any of the changes that we're looking at, uh, changes so to speak, and they, they won't be any changes that that anybody will will realize i mean as as far as the uh the flavor profiles of the old dishes the sauces um what uh we're going to be looking at is to try to improve some of the efficiency Hmm. um the 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 um the equipment um we could use some equipment that is probably a little bit more up to date um that uh would be able to produce some of the some of the standards and classics a little bit quicker, a little bit more efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, until Mardi Gras is over, oh um, yeah, that's, we're pretty much yeah, overwhelmed. Just gonna, the recipes are—I'm sorry—the uh, the the different menus have already been written. Um, those big orders have already been placed. All of that's already set. So we're really not going to. Um, all you have to do, do is deliver. That. That's it. <laughs> that's all. Just get it done. You know that's. Well, uh, uh, that's. That's a big part of that restaurant is uh, all the, the the big, you know, the Mardi Gras organizations uh, spend a lot of time and a lot of money in there. 
Uh, but then they, you've got the uh, Joe Blow, who's going to come in there, and you know, having heard that it's the oldest restaurant in America, and you got to try this. Mm-hmm. There's something for him. I'm hoping. I'm sure there is. I, I don't know why I'd be hoping that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There, there are. Uh, you know, there's a reason why it's um, been around for 179 years. The, a lot of the recipes, most of the recipes have stood the test of time. Mm-hmm. Some of the recipes uh, that I've been looking through, all the old cookbooks, and um, I'm pretty excited about that because I'm kind of a, uh, a an antique cookbook collector. If you too, huh? there's one thing I collect, it's, it's those. So, Boy, um, it's, uh, you it's can fill fun. some, uh, some uh, uh, rooms in your house with that, can't you? <laughs> pretty quickly. I hate to even think about how many cookbooks I have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, I'm coming over there tomorrow night for my Christmas. My Christmas boy, am I mixed <laughs> up? Uh, uh, for my birthday, and by the way, it, it it really is a great restaurant to do something really special. When when I turned 50 and when I turned 60, my wife put together two parties. Oh, at Antoine's back in the uh, oh, which one was it? It was one of the carnival themed uh, rooms in the back. And it was incredibly good. I mean, just in every way. It was so much fun to be there. It was uh, everybody knew everybody else, including all the waiters and everybody, who, all the customers. What an advantage that has for uh, somebody running a restaurant, I would think, anyway. It's amazing. The 14 yeah. dining rooms is, yeah. um, is something that uh, coming on as the new guy, it's, uh, it's intimidating to get you to wrap your head around it. Yeah. Do some serious volume. I remember uh, Rick Blunt told me uh, some a, a few years ago that they were, were going to put a, a whole kitchen up on the second floor because they were doing so many events up there. Did that ever happen? There is a kitchen. There upstairs. is one. It's, yes, there is. Uh, yeah, yeah. It works well for uh, for banquets. Yeah, I'll bet it does. Yeah, and um, there was also there was one other thing that uh, crossed my mind about this. And uh, and that is, uh, where uh, what are, are you taking anything and 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 actually you know what I hear the thing that tells me it's time to take a break, and uh, we're going to take the break and in that moment I'm going to f- try to figure out what it was I was leading to a couple of seconds ago, but uh, I didn't tell anybody I'm all that smart. You know, we just like to eat. <laughs> We'll come back with more of the food show in just a moment after first, if you will, this. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, excuse me. It's the food show on 105.3 FM HD2. And it's great to be here with you every day talking about the food scene around town. And uh, we are... Uh, very privileged to be able to have in our midst today the new Antoine's executive chef. Is that is what, what they're calling you? The executive chef at Antoine's, their first new one in quite a long time. Uh, it's Rich, pause, Lee. In other words, Rich Lee. Do you do everything richly? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Why not? <laughs> I, I like it that way. That's yeah. a tough question. <clears throat> No, no, I don't. I'm not looking to throw um, questions at you, tough or otherwise. But there are some things I, I, I love so much about Antoine's. It's like uh, you take a, something like Oysters Rockefeller. Obviously, you're not going to be able to change that very much, nor would you want to. Something like that. 
But does it evolve over time? Seems to me it does, but I might, you know, what do I know? It does. Yeah. It does. As um, uh, I don't, I don't think that particular dish has 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 evolved. That that standard that uh, since it is a recipe that was invented there um, needs to say stay exactly the way that it has always been. Um, we may change the way we cook it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it was you know the gigantic pots over a uh, uh, an old flame. Um, uh, one of my these days, my old flame. She doesn't even know my name. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. You gave me a song lyric, and I went with it. Yeah, I didn't tell you this was going to make any sense. You know. <laughs> okay, uh, but anyway, uh, you know there was uh, one of the former proprietors of Antoine's. You know, the the, the family has moved it from one to another. Um, who uh, says that the, in in the old days when it was first out there that uh, Ro- oysters Rockefeller were a lot juicier than they are now and kind of almost sloshy and you had to be careful about how they serve them and they said that's where the uh, rock salt business came in to keep it from sliding all over the pan it's certainly not to keep it any hotter it always comes up to the table too hot I think you're well, looking at me like I'm nuts well it's <laughs> not that I blame you it's it's twofold the yeah. uh, it, it does hold the, um, the oyster in place so that since they are not a, uh, a flat surface, obviously. Uh, but it does keep it hot, just like um, rock salt will, will keep things cold. It will keep it hot and keeps it hot for a long time because the rock, uh, um, the, the salt comes to the, up to the temperature that the oven was, and it stays that way a lot longer than just the uh, little pan or shell that it would come in. Okay, uh, you've just put an end to an argument I've had with a friend of mine for years and years and years. He says it's to, to get the heat. I say it's to keep it from sliding around on the plate. But you can't win them all. Both. Yeah, yeah. You know, You're both uh, right. My, uh, my favorite uh, uh, baked oyster thing over there, by the way, that to me is the marker of a restaurant that I'm going to love. When I walk in and they've got really good oysters, Rockefeller, Bienville, and whatever else they can make up themselves, that tells me, I mean, just to my taste, I love that stuff. And I'm, I'm always on the lookout for it, and I go to those kind of places. Uh, any, any plans for some new versions of oysters, baked or otherwise treated? Well, one of the things, um, uh, we were just talking about things that were going to change. Uh, one of the things that we've added already is the... Um, Charbroiled oyster. Ah, uh, well, is, you know, I figure now on the menu. I figure if uh, if the the restaurant that has the most uh, memorable uh, quality about uh, creating a dish uh, of its own, for that restaurant to be borrowing an idea from another restaurant, must say something about that dish. I mean, Drago's, we all know that, you know, it came from Drago's, and it's simple enough. I mean, it's such a simple recipe. I've heard people challenge it and say, well, you know, could you really call that a creation? Well, I do. I, I think it's great. Sure, and, yeah. and the, um, the spectacle that comes with it, with the flames mm-hmm. coming up and the butter sloshing over the sides, um, we kind of reverse that. Yeah. It's not, we don't call it char-grilled. We call them char-broiled yeah. because, for us, we use this big triple-decker um, – old oven where the flames uh, come down from above and yeah, they're about yeah. uh, 8, 10 inches. A salamander. 
Uh, or no, well, I guess you'd need a bigger one than that. Almost like yeah. a uh, like a, a big pizza oven. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, that's more like the size. The, the flames coming down from from above. So. Um, we, we don't get that flame licking over the side of the oysters, but uh, we do get the direct flame coming down from above. Well, one way or another, I mean, you, you don't have to twist my arm to get me to eat oysters. It's my favorite food. I'm it's, just nuts about it. Uh, I learned a long, long time ago that if, there's, if you go to Antoine's and there's a dish that you loved, but when the hurricane came, they threw a few things off the menu, like the papillot, the uh, pompano and papillot left the field after Katrina, and they were famous for that dish, and, and, and it was really a big, big specialty. But the, the program I got from Rick was, well, we were looking for reasons to get rid of this. You know, it's so time-consuming. But uh, what do you replace it with? That's, uh, I always wonder about that. Uh, do you have anything that you think people are really going to be talking about uh, as being you know, a, a great new era? For the restaurant, along those lines, something unusual, perhaps. Well, it's funny you should say um, the the pump good. Well, yeah, funny is what I'm always after. So we're bringing it back. Yeah. Oh, you are. We're bringing it back. Yeah. We, we're uh, we're looking at uh, how to uh, do the best um, uh, execution of that item, uh, and you know, looking at all these old cookbooks and the the menus that. Um, uh, a lot of the sauces and dishes that uh, Antoine's used to serve. I'm excited yeah. uh, um, to be able to look at some of that, and and we're going to be reintroducing some of those. We're going to start out with some dinner specials. Yeah. Uh, put things on our um, Hermes Bar menu, mm-hmm. and also in the uh, on have our they been serving menu. food in there? I've have had m- quite a few drinks in the in that in the. Uh in the bar, uh, but I can't remember if I've ever eaten in there. Yes, I have. Sure do. I do. Oh, I, oh you do. <laughs> we. <laughs> and when I don't know myself, I mean, you know, we're in trouble. There's a there's a a, a bar menu for the Hermes bar. Yeah. Um, that you can only get in the Hermes bar, but you can also get if you're oh, in the Hermes right. bar. Oh, that's right. I remember order, that now. Yeah. You can order from the main menu in the Hermes bar as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Um, anyway, getting getting back to this, uh, the Pompano and Papillot. You know, I, I always thought the sauce was great because it's a very thick, fairly rich sauce. You've got oysters in it, crab meat and shrimp, I think. I'm, I'm not sure mm-hmm. if I have all that straight. And the fish, of course, I mean, pompano is the top two or three fish in the world sure. to me. I, mean, I just love it. Uh, but to put them together, I think it was a loss for both of them personally. I mean, And I, I keep thinking, all right, this is a great idea. Let's do it with catfish instead of what, or, or sheep's head or something that's fairly easy to come by. But I think would make just as good a dish, frankly, because well, I've done it a few times at home. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, n- not that I'm trying to influence your, uh, your menu. Sure. I mean, there's um, that particular style of cooking in a bag. Yeah. Or in parchment. That's 100 years old at least. Right. Yeah. And, and that's uh, definitely not just for Pompano. No. Oh, no. Yeah. It, I don't think it needs it. And I think it, Pompano is just such a great dish, great fish, well, either one of them really, that uh, if you cook it reasonably well, even in the simplest possible way, you still have something great. I mean, it, it's, I think it's at its best actually when it's, you know, simply treated. 
like our uh, the the Pompano Poncho train with the the grilled and then with just some jumbo lump crab meat and a little butter and wine sauce over the top. No grapes. No grapes. It used to have grapes. The uh, paradise, the paradise sauce. Uh, that was yeah. They used to do that with squid. I mean with squab. No, not with squab either. Yeah, it was squab. It was baby baby pigeon. That's, that was the original recipe for that. I came in right at the end of that. It was when I first started going to Antoine's, and I think I might have been the last person to eat that. But that, it's a wonderful <laughs> dish. That sauce is terrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could put that on a piece of cardboard and, and get away with it. I was looking at that sauce yeah. uh, recipe yesterday with the, the red currant and the, uh, the grapes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, it looks wonderful. Yeah. Well, it's, it sounds good to me because all that's very traditional New Orleans food and you know that's that's where I come from. Yeah. Well, uh, is is all this underway? Is it a slow transition from uh, Mike Regua to you? It is. Yeah, it is. So he's still coming in every every day. And he's uh, sticking around as a consultant chef. Mm. Um, we've been working together. Yesterday was my two month anniversary there, believe oh. it or not. So uh, all through the Christmas season. Well, we- they sure kept that a secret long enough. I, I mean, I, I, you did a party, but it happened on a night I couldn't come over. So I, I wanted to, but I've been wanting to meet you ever since, you know, because you're fooling with my favorite restaurant. You, know. <laughs> uh, you have uh, brought along with you, thank goodness, a, a, a Sancerre from uh, the Loire Valley. And you thought it would go well with this little rabbit uh, appetizer that you've brought in. And I think uh, you're right on for that. Great. Right on the money. Yeah, this is getting more and more interested uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? That's not it. I, fi- I, I hear more and more people telling me that they like Sancerre or any of those wines from that part of, the, of uh, France. And they really are so good with food. Mm-hmm. This this is a nice mix here because you know, a meat and a, and a white wine, a little touch of sweetness, a little bit. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, and especially with the rabbit, which is uh, um, slow-cooked in duck fat. Um, and then... It's pulled off the bone, kind of like you do pulled pork. Or uh, so, what you're basically making is a um, confit of yeah. the rabbit, mm-hmm. and then folding that duck fat back into it and making a rustic French rabbit pate. There you go. And so it's um, it's rich. I hate to use that term rich because I think it's kind of it, overused sometimes. Is this the pate? Yes. Okay. So so I'm holding one in my hands. And it has the rabbit, and it has it has what looks like a little cheese or a little pasta in it. I don't think that's what it is, though. Is it? That's probably just uh, some of the duck fat. Uh, is that? There, yeah. There's okay. also that's uh, that's an interesting thing. It's the third time you've brought that up, and that's uh, not something I hear too much. You know, uh, made with, with with rabbit, even if you love you know like a, a roasted rabbit or something like that. Or fried, even you could do that. Sure, sure. But this works. This really works nicely. I well, like the rabbit's it. very lean, so it. Yeah, oh, that's it, for sure. That's so it it's, needs. That's the best thing about it, and the worst thing about it, because if you try to cook it, it's got so little fat in it that it can tighten up on you maybe more than you want. I thought that's my experience anyway. I'm no big chef. Well, I'm big, but I'm not a chef. <laughs> it's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's great to be here with you talking about food. Uh, we are here today with the new chef at Antoine's since 1840. Well, no, he hasn't been there the whole time, but uh, but uh, that's what it is. Uh, Rich Lee, uh, Chef Rich Lee, I, and I'm pausing so you don't say Rich Lee. You're going to take a lot of ribbing about that. I'm sorry. 
We will come back with more of the food show in a moment. But first, please, I have a word here. Shall I share it with the word? No, don't share. Okay, okay. We'll be back with more of the food show after first, please, this. How much how high the mood? It's something like that. This is the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Rich Lee is here with us. He is the chef, executive chef at Antoine's. The executive chef at Antoine's? Tom, you must be mistaken about that. They haven't changed their chefs. Yeah, they have. They, uh, uh, But for the good that was planned, you know, you can have a major change in a restaurant and come out of it with everybody being happy and, and the whole thing being done very well. Or you could have complete total chaos. <laughs> I've seen both uh, on, on numerous occasions in restaurants around town. So far, this sounds like it's pretty smooth. It's going yeah. very smooth. Yeah, yeah. Um, the waiters are such an important part of that restaurant. And I know they are in every restaurant, but, you know, you're not really playing the Antoine's game enough unless you, first of all, have a waiter, and then you have another waiter, and you have another waiter, and then you get down to about, like, maybe seven of them, and then there'll be one who can take care of you uh, on any given night. Although all the waiters uh, who take care of my tables, uh, they're real good at it. And so I've never complained about it particularly, even though it sounded like I was just doing so. But uh, anyway, one of the <clears throat> wonderful things about the, the waiters at Antoine's is that uh, a lot of folks who have been going to uh, the same restaurants for a long time, and they, they come to be uh, very fond of those, those dishes, uh, they call me often and they say, you know, I, I can't find any place that serves turkey poulet just to pick out something ridiculous. Uh, turkey poulet, I can't find anybody who will do that. And I always tell them, well, who have you asked? And they say, well, I haven't asked anybody. Well, next time you go out and you're in a restaurant you think might have it or that you had it there before 20 years ago, go ahead and ask them, hey, can you do turkey poulet? And you know and I know that if the restaurant has the ingredients in the house and it's not completely overwhelmed in the kitchen, you are going to say, well, sure, we can make that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I tell them, listen, if, if uh, you know, like my thing over there, <laughs> it, it comes with a, with a punchline that we cannot tell on the radio. But uh, one of my regular waiters uh, came over to the table. And he says, what you want for an entree? <clears throat> and I said, you know, I'm remembering that you used to have speckled trout with the butter and all of that in the almost like a meunier. And uh, here, let me show you how this works. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, where was I? Uh, where was I? Anyway? Speckled trout. Speckled trout. Okay, speckled trout. Uh, but I remember you used to have you used to call it uh, trout Florentine, and it was basically the trout meunier on top of the, some of the cream spinach, which I've always thought is the definitive cream spinach in New Orleans is at Antoine's. And he said, well, we can make that. Come, are you kidding? <laughs> and then he said, listen, you can put anything on top of whatever. I mean, you had to be there. It wasn't offensive. It was just funny. <laughs> but uh, but to, your waiter will take care of that for you. Especially if, you know, he and you are both, uh, you know, fairly regular at the place. Go back in the kitchen. Sure. That's no big deal. Bang. Still going to keep that policy, I hope? Yes. Yeah. For sure. And yeah. uh, 
a funny story. It kind of puts it in oh, perspective. Oh, we could sure use one. Let's go with it. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, uh, I found out that Sterling, and he's uh, a uh-huh. server that's been there the longest, actually started uh, the I had year. one of his little coins. You know, he had these these heavy coins that he was giving to everybody saying he's been there for, what, 50 years or something like that? 52 years. 52 years, and yeah. And the year I was born. Really? So that kind of... Mm. It put it in pers- per- perspective for me. Well, I'm, I'm not really trying to ch- change this into a, an example of can you top this, but I was born on Mardi Gras. Oh, right. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put that on my resume. I tell everybody that. My, m- most people are sick of hearing me, right? Right? <laughs> Radio listeners, you're sick of hearing me tell that story. There's not much more to tell. Where were we? Huh? What did you say? Word count. Word count? What's that mean? <laughs> Our producer over here, uh, Douglas, he just threw a few of well, those random comments he just made. That was him. But he's a great guy, so we, we, we take good care of him. He's not. Okay, well, we'll remember that. Uh, I was asked when I went around the corner uh, to go pick something up. Sterling story. Oh, you want to hear the Sterling story? From the chef. Oh, well, he's not here right now. Or is he here? He is here right now? No. No, I didn't think so. Why are you talking about him? We ought to get him in here. He's never been in here before. We've interviewed him on the air. No, <clears> wait a minute here. Hang, we hang on. Stop. Oh, stop, right, yeah. stop. Oh, what for? Stop the conversation <laughs> for a moment. Now, the chef has a story about Sterling. He was about to tell you oh, before you interrupted. I'm terribly sorry. Chef, do you know this story about... Uh, no, uh, um, no, no I, I don't. <laughs> but the only story was that uh, uh, of his uh, tenure, yeah, being there forever. I I don't forever. remember a time. I started going to Antoine's. I, I remember going to, starting at Antoine's on a regular basis uh, in uh, the late 1960s, early 1970s. He was there already. You can't mistake him. If you see him from completely across the dining room, you know him when you see him. He's got a lot of regular customers. He's the maybe the ultimate Antoine's waiter. I think a lot of people would agree with that. Anyway, but that's uh, that's such a part of the restaurant, though. To to have it's uh, almost like that thing you you hear from Italian chefs. You know, my home is your home. At Antoine's, it really pretty much is, unless you catch them late on a Saturday night. You know, <laughs> that's a different deal. You get too much cleaning up to be done to mess around with. They don't. They would never tell you that, but. I know they're thinking it. I was a waiter for a little while. Yeah. 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 I wasn't very. I wasn't good at it at all. In fact, that's a that's a collection of skills that are not easily arranged because because it's all hard work mentally, physically, the whole thing. I've been t- taping twenty five percent and up ever since I did that. I can't help it. I mean, they're, they're, that there that's people who work. Then again, you guys in the kitchen, God bless you. I mean, we gotta have it. Well, what's great is yeah. that um, uh, what you want to do when you go into a new establishment as the chef or any position, uh, like they say, the old cliche is to surround yourself with great people. You know. Yeah. But, but what was? Um, no wonder there's never anybody around me. <laughs> Boom! Did you get that written down there? <laughs> okay. But those those players are already in place. And uh-huh. That was um, uh, uh, just. You know, I'm humbled by it, and it, it's uh, uh, like Ernst Jack, 
as uh, everybody affectionately calls Skeeter. <laughs> Skeeter is the uh, executive mm-hmm. saucier and uh, a sous chef, and he's been there for over 40 years himself. So he's the, the, the keeper of a lot of the, uh, the sauce, um, the sauces, the recipes. And, um, uh, but, you know, the, the two sous chefs that we have, they didn't start too long before I did mm. and are doing a fantastic job. I mean, it's such a great crew. It's such a anybody I might know. Um, Are they on that uh, that uh, uh, the great chefs of New Orleans um, poster? Yeah, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Well, that's good ambition. That's a great event. I always love going to that. Two two sous chefs is uh, Tyrone Hagen and um, Jeff Bullock doing a fantastic job. Mm -hmm. What else do we want to know about this? There are so many people who are uh, fascinated by Antoine's. I know whenever I write about it, people always write back and they say, you know, I went there one night and this and that didn't happen or that did or, you know, you know all those things. But it, it's, there's been a book written about it. As a matter of fact, there have been several books written about it. There's that one big thick job that came out about two years ago. It was the, the 100... Oh, yeah, I think it was. The 100 Most Influential Restaurants in American History. Bingo, there it was. And they have other other things like that, too. And the novel, The Dinner at yeah, Antoine's? The, the, yeah, uh, what was her name? It's not pronounced like it's spelled. K's, uh, it'll come to me in a minute. After you leave, it'll come to me. Anyway, uh, all of this is is in force, and all you have to do is get past Mardi Gras, and then you're really going to start doing the major work. You know, last time I was in there, they were doing a whole lot of heavy, down-deep renovation, particularly in the old main room. Mm-hmm. Has that uh, been finished? There's uh, there are new restrooms. <clears throat> the front dining room yeah. is um, uh, spectacular. It's beautiful. Always a lot was. Of renovations. I love that room. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, a lot of, uh, I mean, with the 100 and, you know, 200-year-old building, there's uh, there's always constant yeah. maintenance that needs to be done. Katrina almost got them. They, they are convinced that there was a hurricane, I mean a tornado there because of the damage that was done to the old main dining room. Uh, yeah. It was about to cave in. Mm-hmm. I saw it. Anyway, well... Uh, I'm, I'm so glad you're you're in place, and it's, it sounds to me like you've got all the things I was worried about are pretty much covered, and that is you will still be able to go to Antoine's and still be able to get your favorite dishes. Absolutely. The yeah, menu is going to yeah. pretty much stay the same, the, the, yeah. uh, the, the uh, regular menu, um, but we're going to be having a little bit of fun with the dinner specials uh, that are going to be coming out, and also if you want to get a little bit of taste of what um, the direction of those dinner specials will be. Mm-hmm. Come check us out for uh, Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. We've got a you better do that pretty quickly because Valentine's Day sells out very quickly, and the reason for that is that you can only really put two people at all of your tables. That's it. That's very frustrating for restaurant people, I'm sure. Yes. But uh, what are you going to do, you know? Have have two girls for every guy or vice versa? Come to think of it. <laughs> we move all the big tables out, and we rent all two tops. Oh, that's perfect. I'll it remember is. that. 
I'll remember that. Okay, good. Uh, I will see you. T- I don't know if you're working tomorrow night, but I'm, I'm coming over to your restaurant. I'm not trying to get anything out of you. I don't want any free food. I don't want any of that. I know better than they expect it from getting it there anyway. Uh, and I can't wait to taste. Uh, w- I hope you slip in a few uh, oddball items uh, from the new menu. Sure will. Here, if you can. Uh, and uh, it's always a pleasure for me to go to Antoine's. I, I always look forward to it uh, a couple of weeks before before the actual event occurs. And we look forward to you coming tomorrow. We'll, yeah. We'll take good care of you. Yeah. Oh, I know you will. I mean, my waiter, uh, Charles Clark, uh, Charles, uh, uh, see, once again, it's, it just goes. You know, this, this getting old stuff is for the birds. Uh, he, uh, Charles uh, Corralt, no, that wouldn't be him either. You don't know? Okay, you'll get to know him. don't know He's his all, last name. I'm sorry. Uh, Charles, Charles Carter. Name. That just took me a minute. Charles Carter. Uh, he's he's a terrific waiter, and he's uh, always taking care of me. And and my friends, too, you know? Somebody coming into town, and I can't be there. I say, well, look, call Charles yeah. and tell him I told you to call him, and everything will be fine. I was afraid I was going to be a little bit late today. We did the uh, Charles uh, was the waiter for the uh, Rex Media Luncheon See today. See that? I mean, you know, here's a guy who's got it under control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I look forward to that. And uh, I look forward to all the rest of the stuff. We came, we've come uh, f- f- hundred and how many? 179, did you say? That's it. 179 years. You know, somewhere around here, I've got another book that makes a big fuss about Antoine's in it that's, uh, and, and all the other really old restaurants in town. When I travel and I go to a city that I don't know, I always ask people who might be able to give me some information, tell me... Which is the oldest restaurant in this city or this town or whatever it is? And so, uh, what do you mean? I'm saying, you know, the one that's been open the longest. They they turn up unexpectedly. Like if you go to Meridian, Mississippi. Meridian, Mississippi. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's a charming little town, mm-hmm. but it is little. And probably its claim to fame is that it's right on the mainstream railroad that goes right through east to west and north to south, too, come to think of it. And they, uh, uh, over there, right outside, across the street from the railroad terminal, is a restaurant that opened in 1850-something. It was pre-World War. It was pre-Civil War. Still there. That's the place I'm going to go to. And if you're looking for that at around New Orleans, it's Antoine's. I mean, Antoine's is the oldest restaurant, some people say, even in the world. I've heard that said. I don't know if it's true or not. But it is the oldest restaurant in America. And that's something to, to, to say. I mean, to, that they're still around. It's, it's um, amazing. It is. I'm honored uh, to be a part of it. Well, good. And uh, I am, too, even though I'm not a part of it. But I'm a customer, so that counts for something. You're a part of it. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Rich Lee. Rich Lee. Rich, Rich Lee. Now I'm not going to live that down. Well, no, you won't. Uh, I'm afraid, you, I'm, I'm afraid this, you're <laughs> stuck with that. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate all of the uh, nonsense uh, that you put up with all the nonsense that I have been known to. It's been oh, fun. Oh, oh uh, one more quick thing. Uh, this... W- is a question that probably would not have been asked, say, 20, 30 years ago, but it is certainly asked these days. There are a lot of people who go out to dinner in very good, very nice restaurants, very expensive restaurants sometimes, and what they have to drink is not wine, 
not cocktails, but beer. These guys make beer. So, uh, and and uh, by the way, folks, and uh, a lot of people bring this up. You know, I really like drinking beer, and uh, you go over there, and there's this wine and everything, and they're asking you about, you know, cocktails and all that. But I, what I'd really like is a beer. I always tell them, well, ask for a damn beer then. I mean, it'll you, you, they'll bring you one. They'll bring you probably some really good ones. That's right. Yeah. So uh, why don't you have beer on your menu, don't you? Somewhere. We do. Yeah, we sure you do. better. And then there's that... Uh, I'm just I'm I'm just killing time now. By the way, in case you were wondering, what's all this dragging around? Uh, uh, there was uh, oh no, I've forgotten the anecdote I was about to lay on you. Never mind. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Two six zero six three six eight. You know, I should have opened that up a while ago. If you've got some thoughts about Antoine's, give us a call and uh, tell us what you think. And we can do that the rest of the show too, and tomorrow as well, and uh, and all of that. Uh, it's a, a venerable restaurant, and, you know, it always kills me whenever I meet people, as I do in, in parking lots of supermarkets and re- other restaurants, uh, and they say, you know where I've never been before? No, where? Antoine's. Why not? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Go to Antoine's. If you've never been to Antoine's, you've, you've really missed something. It's a, it's a one-of-a-kind. Anyway, once again, thanks for coming on. See you again. Maybe in six months, we'll, or maybe a year, or when, six months to a year, I'll get you back on the show, and we'll see thing, how things are going. Great, and we'll yeah. see you tomorrow. And I wish you uh, the greatest luck with that. You are undertaking something that will not be easy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.